Hello and welcome to Habemus Papam, episode 146, Sylvester III. Dear brothers and sisters, Annuncio Vobis. Annuncio Vobis. Annuncio Vobis Gaudium Magnum. Gaudium Magnum. Gaudium Magnum. Habemus Papam. Hey everyone, so last week we heard the crazy, crazy story about Benedict the ninth, how he was Pope three non-consecutive times. And now we've got to go back a little bit and fill in the gaps. Today's Pope was born John, and we first hear about him as the Cardinal Bishop of Sabina. And in January of 1045, when Benedict the ninth was driven out of Rome because of his immorality and ruthless government, John was elected Pope in, to succeed him, taking the name Sylvester III. We don't know for sure, but most likely Sylvester was part of the Crescenzi faction in Rome since he came from Sabina, which was Crescenzi territory. And so we see here playing out that same factional struggle between the two big families in the 10th and the 11th century Rome, the Tuscolani represented by Benedict IX and the Crescenzi by Sylvester III. His time didn't last long. Shortly afterwards, Benedict forced his way back into Rome and Sylvester returned to Sabina to continue his work there as bishop. But as we heard last week, Sylvester continued to claim that he was the true pope. And in the Council of Sutri called by the Holy Roman Emperor Holy Henry III, Sylvester was present. He renounced at the council on December 20th, 1046, his claim to the papacy. And he returned to Sabina where he lived out the rest of his days, probably another 10 to 15 years, dying most likely in October of 1063. Now, with this information, there is a good case to be made that Sylvester never was the Pope and that he was, in fact, an anti-Pope. Benedict this time didn't seem to voluntarily renounce the papacy. He was merely driven from the city. And Sylvester's election seems to have been a questionable thing. But the Vatican lists him on the list of popes, so there's clearly a case for the other side. This is a period of time when canon law is much less clear about the subject, and it's hard to tell who is actually elected Pope and who is not. This is all going to get defined pretty soon with a one single document that's going to start the process of canonical elections or firm rules for elections. But right now, it's up in the air. So regardless, he served less than a year in 1045 and he was dead in 1063 and buried most likely in Sabina. He was succeeded, of course, by Benedict IX, who then resigned the papacy in favor of Gregory VI. And that's who we're going to talk about next time. Thanks for listening to Albemus Popham. You can check out the rest of the Catholic Bites podcast at catholicbitespodcast.com or find us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you and God bless you.